Hello and welcome to According to John, where today's topic is should a Christian be opposed to globalization? Yeah, about 50 years ago, nobody even know what we're talking about unless they read the Bible. Globalization. Globalization. It's too many syllables for an old hippie who killed a lot of brain cells <laughs> in 1969. But globalization is what the book of Revelation says is coming. Yes. And uh, so we're going to talk about that today. And Johnny, you get a point right out of the gate for your outline. I didn't know where you were going to go with this, but uh, dude, you, it's you a pretty, set a system down. It's a solid it's just, outline. It is. It <laughs> is. But I, 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 I'm all even claiming a point. I got some good stuff too. I'm going to give you a point. You're going to be the, you're going to be the superstar, but I'm, yeah. I'm, you just have to remind me when I told you I was going to give you that point. Yeah, I'll bring it up. <laughs> Hey, I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And uh, he is back in New York, so we thought we would jump in the studio and knock a few out and uh, and get some things done. But I will tell you this, and I, and I want to put it out now, um, here in a few weeks, probably by January 1st, to be honest, um, the studio will be set up completely different. I'm going to have new music starting out in the podcast, new intro. It's, I think it'll be good. Johnny going uptown. I think I'm going to go. I'll, I'll join you. You just figured it out. Set me up, John. That's what I got to do. Uh, I will tell you this, though. Um, I'm still mad at you, man. Yeah. My grandkids are glad I'm in South Carolina, Johnny. I miss you. Well, your grandkids are glad, but I'm still mad okay. that you're in South Carolina. I'll do Baptist penance. How's that sound? Oh, dude. Which is lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out. So for those of you that are listening to this, uh, there will be some things different, obviously, about according to John, because I have to uh, set a few things up different. And I'm, Johnny, I'm trying to figure people out. People listen to you for what you got to say. The truth sets people free and all, all the, the green screen and all this cool stuff and all these gadgets and buttons, which scare me. Yeah. But uh, you can't see them, but, but I can but yeah. just tune them out, <laughs> but it's the, it's your heart. It's the word of God. It's helping people. And so, yeah, we'll pray to get, get all this done, but just keep standing for Jesus. I'm man. just, yeah, I'm just going to keep standing for Jesus, obviously, but to give you a heads up before we go on in this, and then the next one, I'll tell you the same thing. And the next one uh, until January 1st, but uh, yeah, we're going to just do some things different and um, uh, I'll start doing more interviews with other people. And, and so uh, according to John's going to have, have a different flair uh, as we go forward, because you moved to South Carolina and yeah, Sorry. you need to Sorry. be, you need to be, man. I, I have to repent because <laughs> I'm, I'm upset with you. All right. Well, let's just celebrate today. <laughs> Dude, what a nice deflection. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited about the topic here. Yeah. Cause I hear people ask me this on the road, doing my prophetic stuff around yeah. the road and, what do we do? Well, and this topic is so vital to discuss because uh, a one world government is soon to be in our face. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm talking soon. Yeah. I guess we're starting out with the present and he's going to take you back to the beginnings because this, this isn't new. No. And he's going to lay the biblical foundation right. of Satan's plan mm -hmm. 
for globalization. God is well, the author of nations. We're going to right. lay all that out for you biblically. And now here we are at the end of the uh, church age, ready for that that time of Jacob's trouble. Mm-hmm. The Jews are back home, and this is all culminating yeah. with this globalization reality, which you hear every day in the news. Yeah, because we're going to see as we go through this, we will see Satan tried globalization a few times. Yeah. Nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new. He tried and failed before. But he won't fail the next time. time. Nope. Yeah, the one that's coming. In the allowance of God, God is sovereign. God told us in advance what he's going to allow Satan to do. Johnny's going to take you back there in the book of Daniel. It's all laid out in in the time past. But maybe just give the conclusion at the beginning. Sometimes in in a way of learning, you tell people what you're going to tell them, then you tell them, then you tell them what you told them. Right. And uh, that's a little bit of review. But are we to to oppose uh, globalization? You really can't say that word. I get my tongue tangled up over and over again today. Yes, I think we should oppose it, but not with the idea that we're going to defeat it. We're not called to destroy it. We're called to oppose it. We're called to uh, uh, manifest it or expose. Yeah, expose expose it. it. Because, well, here's the thing. I know people are praying for uh, a righteous government in America, which we want, obviously. Yeah, and I'm, I'm praying for that as well. But the reality is that's not going to happen. Yeah, the righteous government is going to be thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And that we're going to discuss at the end of this podcast. But I think that the setup for a one world government is so deep in place. Yes, it is. Right now. Until 1917, there was nothing global in the history of man. There were attempts at globalization, which Johnny's going to show you from scripture and from history and from prophecy, but there was nothing global until the League of Nations, 1917, at the close of World War One, which became the United Nations after the close of World War Two, And now we have the World Bank, the World Health Organization, world this, world that, every, everything. World, everything. You know, even when, even when the uh, trade towers came down in America... They went right back up, and they were cha- the name was changed to a One World yeah. Trade Center. Yeah, that, that was the address of the, of the original, One World Trade. Yeah. <laughs> so we're almost there, and uh, it's coming fast now. You have the uh, universal digital uh, uh, ID, universal uh, bank, uh, digital money. Uh, you have to have that stuff yeah, to have everything. globalization. Right. And it's here, and Jesus is coming soon. We win this thing. This is not doom and gloom. This is showing, this is thanking God that he showed us in right. advance what to expect. See the glove of prophecy, now the hand of reality. Right. And we're not going to stop it. We're going to expose it. And because people know it's evil, people right. realize they don't know the scriptures. They right. know something's going on, and they're moved. They don't know what to do. They don't, and when we under expose, the scriptures to them, this has happened with Joe Rogan right now. He's finding out. He oh, read he, Revelation 13 about two weeks ago on his show. He, he actually read it. And he said, I used to make fun of these people. Right. And now I'm kind of becoming one of them. He yeah, has. I don't I, think he has Christ in his heart yet. But he, he said, I make yet, fun of these I'm people. I'm looking at the word yet. I'm praying for this yeah, guy. I am too. Because he's, he's got such influence. He's intelligent. He's yeah. connecting the dots. Yeah. And he found out. He said, I made fun of this. This stuff's been here all my life. And holy cow, he goes, I got a lot to learn. 
Yeah. So that's that's the spirit which we're going in here, not a right. spirit of woe is us. Like, hey, right. Jesus is coming soon. We're ready. We want you to be ready. We want you to be informed. So let's hit it, Johnny. Yeah, let's get on it. All right. So should a Christian be opposed to globalization? That's the question. And uh, globalization first, we have to understand, is the act extending an influence to all parts of the world. That's globalization, right? Whatever it is, it goes to all parts of the world. I like to call it centralization of control. Absolutely. And it involves the emergence of a single world market or deregulation resulting in internationalization. And I said that because you were struggling with globalization, so I just said everything else for you. Thank you. I need that. (laughs) 1969 was a bad year. It was a bad year for you. Back up and jumps on me. Yeah, right. Uh, And, you know, when you look at all this at first, it seems like, hey, this is not that bad. Here's what people say to me, like, like, well, you're just getting into politics. No, politics are into everything. It's It's Satan's tool. It's the stage upon which Satan does his thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, I could care less about politics, but I care about prophecy. Yeah. I care about people going to heaven. But but politics and prophecy are directly you can't separate you them. You cannot separate them. And that's why when people are like, "Oh, leave politics out of the church." You can't. Because politics are showing us the direction of the country and the direction of the world. It's all about politics. You cannot separate them. I tell people, I'm not trying to tell you how to vote. That's politics. I'm telling you how to biblically think. Right. And that's right. discernment. And when you have biblical worldview and discernment and the Holy Spirit guiding you, that will cause you to vote biblical, yes. which for me is vote life, vote pro-Israel, vote nationalism versus right. globalism, and the rest I could care less about. Well, and th- that's also why they hated Trump and why they hate Putin and all that, because yeah. they're nationalist and the world wants them to be globalist. Yeah. All three, uh, G, China, globalist, uh, excuse me. Na- Na- strong nationalist mm-hmm. yep. and expansionistic. Right. And you have Islam, the kings of the South. They are expansionistic and kill everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> right. But right. they want to be, they want to run the planet. Mm-hmm. And then you have, uh, you have Putin, nationalist, mm-hmm. opposing the globalists. And then you have Trump and that the Western power was where the Antichrist comes from. America's part of the worst of the, th- of the four groups. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trump is a nationalist trying to fight against the globalist. And it's all right in our face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you understand the scriptures, it's really exciting to watch this. And, and what's interesting is you named China, Russia, America, and then the Islamic states. North, east, south, east, west. They, they are the, the four biggest players in the world. All controlled by Satan. All controlled by Satan. And they all want their, they all want their, their control, nationalists. Yeah. Satan's using one group to wipe out the other group. (laughs) That's his goal. (laughs) This is crazy to watch it. And then Jesus comes back at the end and wipes out the West. Yes. Uh, The the South is defeated first, uh, Daniel 11, 40 to 42. And then Russia comes down with Iran, Ethiopia, Libya, Ezekiel 38, 39. That's also in Daniel 4. Daniel eleven forty, they come down simultaneously from the north and the south. They're both destroyed by God. It looks like Satan, looks like Satan's Antichrist did it. So you have you have northy gone, southy gone, and the final clash, easty westy at the end. And then Jesus comes back and just wipes out all the bad guys, and he sets up his kingdom. And all these all these bad empires, all these power groups. There's brothers and sisters in Christ scattered across China, across Russia. Through all, yeah, everywhere. In Islam, Johnny's getting tons of uh, uh, 
downloads in Islamic countries. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, that's that's the Holy Spirit just getting seekers yep. finding, mm-hmm. and they wind up with according to John, <laughs> which is so crazy. And and when you when if you pay attention. Right now, God is using dreams and visions, man, to win the Muslims like yeah. never before. So if you're in a Muslim country, we love you people. Yes. We think you've been deceived by Islam. If you're still into that, Jesus yeah. loves everybody. Yeah. We don't think. We know you have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, there's great people who love right. God and all the bad political right. things that stink. Yeah. So we're not, we're not talking politics. We're talking prophecy. Yeah. And it just happens to be they're connected. Inseparable. Yeah, they are inseparable. So globalization seems to hold the answer for the world's financial troubles, uh, medical trouble. I mean, you name it, right? The the financial, religious, and medical. Those are the three fields that globalization are going to take over. We're going to talk about that as we go on here. Um, But it's interesting that those three fields are also the three major components of every civilization. Mm -hmm. Financial, religious, and medical. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is insane. So uh, the thing is, though, the historical form of globalization, as we have seen it try to unfold in throughout the scriptures in the past, is always military conquest. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And so the first one that we see is the uh, Assyrian Empire. That would be our first example. So these these ancient leaders with globalization, they didn't just want to hold hands and sing Kumbaya and no. everybody feed the whole world and love the world. No, they wanted to conquer, conquer the world. Yeah, they wanted to conquer. They wanted to take them out. And so you have Assyrians uh, controlled uh, the vast majority of Babylonia, Egypt, and the Holy Land. They were dude, The Assyrians were coming in. They wanted to wipe everything out and take full control. Nothing new, Solomon said, under... The sun. Yep. Yeah. And and in the process of the Assyrians coming in, their way of globalization or taking full control, if you will, right, was uh, their warriors were brutal. Uh, they murdered, they tortured, they enslaved their enemies. Um, it was it was brutal. They literally stood on their necks and it just crushed their... You know, they would take the capture and they'd take them back before the king and they'd lay them out on their neck tied and they would just crush their mm-hmm. throat by by walking on them, you know. It's, it's, it's brutal, man. They yeah, were yeah. all in the name of globalization, that's world in control. His, that's in history. Now we know from Book of Revelation, Satan's Antichrist is going to do exactly the same thing. Absolutely. Only He's going to do it this time with what? Oh, yeah, he's going to cut the heads the off. guillotine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the worst days are not behind us. Mm. No. Just kind of give Jesus your heart. Right. Walk with Jesus. Right. Bad times are coming. Yeah, so so we had the Assyrians as an example, but we also have a historical globalization of the attempt to construct uh, the uh, tower of Babel. Yeah. That even precedes yes. uh, Assyria. Yeah. So first it was a tower of Babel. God had given him the commandment mm-hmm. to fill the earth and just, right. You know, just have one, just, just, uh, subdue the earth and re- uh, reproduce and fill the earth. Well, and that's in Genesis nine, one. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. That was the biggest thing. It wasn't so complicated, was it? No. And then man, <laughs> man, rebels that's typical we're not going to do that no and and deciding to centralize in one city yep 
They refused to scatter like God said. We find that in Genesis 11.4. And they said, come, let us build ourselves a city in the tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves. Ourselves, ourselves, ourselves. (laughs) Lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. Let us come and do, let us come and be, be defiant of what God says. Otherwise, we'll go all over the face of the earth like God says. Yeah, pure <laughs> defiance to God. We don't it need was. God to go to heaven. We'll build a tower. Yep. We'll get there ourselves. Yep. And that the ruins of that ziggurat we would call in modern day terminology is you can go to Babylon, mm-hmm. uh, fly in and, and drive down, and uh, you can see the the remains. This is not fairy tales. Right. This actually happened, right. and God actually judged, and the ruins are there to prove the historicity. Do I get a point for that, John? The historicity. The historicity. All right, I give you. I give you a point of 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 the scriptures, and this is yeah. way back in Genesis eleven, even before the call of Abraham, and and so Satan went right at it. Mm-hmm. Globalization, mm-hmm. one world government. What yep. did God say? No. <laughs> but here's what's going to happen. It's not God's time. But you know what I find in one. This is one of the most intriguing passages to me, because as you, I'm going to read a couple of verses, and I want you guys to to listen to this because God gave us amazing ability, right? And and if we would all come together, mm. there's nothing we can't do. Look what God says in, I'm going to read verse five and six of Genesis chapter 11. So in, in Genesis 11, four is when they were like, Hey, let's, let's all come together. So we won't be scattered. We'll build our own tower to heaven. We'll make a name for ourselves. So on and so forth. Verse five says, but the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the sons of men had built. So God shows up and then verse six, and this is the most amazing thing to me on a positive and a negative level. Verse six, God says this, and the Lord said, indeed, the people are one and they all have one language and this is what they begin to do. Now, nothing they propose to do will be withheld from them because they're one. They, they became one. They, they became unified. Obviously, in this situation, it was bad because it was against God. But can you imagine what people could do if they all came together for the good? That sinful nature. When that goes, you don't need a police force. You don't need military. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't need locks on your doors. You don't need uh, pin numbers. You don't need uh, code. You, uh, won't, you won't need anything. It's just uh, in that kingdom will come. Yep. God's dream will come to pass. But until then, man just make, does the same thing over and over again. So Satan picked up. He tried to take over heaven and failed. Got kicked to the earth. What does he do here? Exactly the same thing. Yeah. And God said, nope, it's not going to happen at Babel. But God did say in scriptures, as Johnny's going to unfold to you, it will happen in the time of the end. It will. And so one thing, too, I want to point out about the Tower of Babel, and we all know this, uh, 8 and 9 uh, of Genesis 11 says, So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore, his name is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. Dude, their life changed dramatically at this point because and and by the way every every language we have every nation that has a different language it all started here yeah that is a huge point pastor john you study lang- linguistics you study anthropology 
And uh, the evidence is in the historical record of, of all this, the one language, and all of a sudden there's an explosion of like 7,500 languages across the earth. Languages aren't just born in a right. second. Languages have a, mostly an ability to die out or blend yeah, together. Not not be born. Not be born. And all of a sudden you have a, maybe the whole global population is maybe only 5 million or so. But now you got like 7,500 languages, languages with only 5 million people. So there's no yeah. anthropological explanation for the explosion of all the languages. When you ask uh, an anthropologist, how do, you, uh, how do you explain all these languages? And their answer is always the same. Right? Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're one of those guys. And then they start name calling you and thinking you're ignorant. But really, we have the answer and they don't. Yeah, and it's right here. So also another interesting point about uh, the construction of the Tower of Babel was spearheaded by Noah's great-grandson, Nimrod. And Nimrod's name literally means rebel. I think he has a great great grandson called George Soros, <laughs> <laughs> or is it Bill Gates? I don't. I don't know. Sorry, I just, take your, take I jumped your pick. ahead. I jumped ahead. Yeah, take your pick. Right, same spirit though. Yeah, it is. Um, so God confused their languages. He sends them out together by dialect. Now I'm sure some of them. I'm sure he. It wasn't only dialect, but I'm sure it was uh, those who looked similar as well. I think that the the looks is going to appear later through genetic isolation. That's true too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I the think, dominant features. Yeah, the dominant features. Yeah. And that's that's just an, you, you can see that as you breed dogs, you breed <laughs> bunny rabbits, you can certain features become dominant through genetics. And I think you know I don't think Noah had a, a black boy, a yellow boy, and a white boy. I think right. through genetic isolation, the the uh, human uh, racial features uh, appear. That seems to be common. Uh, well, because Adam, well, Adam and Eve, Eve had every gene. Yeah. First. It, was, it was all in the yeah. original DNA. It was all in the original DNA, yeah. right? So, so Babylon is a form of a one world uh, globalization. And then we have a- empires that are presented in a dream, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Daniel chapter two, where, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar of, of of Babylonia, he represents other attempts to institute a one world government. Well, let me let me fit that all together. We had Satan trying to build a global economy at Babylon, and he failed. We have Satan trying to build a globalized one world government in Assyria, and he failed. Now comes Nebuchadnezzar, and he has the dream because he wants the same thing exactly. Same spirit behind it. Yep. Satan is relentless. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, you got You have to give him credit for being uh, persistent. He stays with his plan. He does. Well, why change it? It works. Well, well men, he appeals to men's greed and, and lust for power. Mm-hmm. And, and sex is in the mix always, too. All of that, lust of flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. Yeah, those are the three. That's only the three ways that you can sin, and they work always, so he'll never abandon them. He historically has owned man by controlling those three things. Yes. When you get saved through Christ and the power of his Holy Spirit, we have the power to conquer that. Mm -hmm. It's always in trouble. It's always in our face, but we have victory in Jesus, and we're not controlled by that. Right. That's real freedom. If we... Stick close with Jesus. Yeah. 
if we walk away, we become the prodigal child. And then before you know it, we're, we're eating out of control. pig's troughs. Yeah, we're back under the control. Ab- absolutely, right? So Daniel in uh, Daniel chapter 2, he uh, interprets the dream and uh, the King Nebuchadnezzar's dream. And uh, Nebuchadnezzar finds out because... In, in chapter two, we see that there are four interpretations or four, four not, kingdoms to come. Four kingdoms, thank you, four yeah. kingdoms to come. And, and then there's a fifth one. And the fifth one is the final one uh, of, of Satan. Christ in the time of the end yeah. of the fifth kingdom. And that's what's, that's what's yeah. and that was, that was in Jan- Daniel chapter two. Yeah, he, he has a dream, he sees a giant statue. Head of gold, breast of silver, loins of brass, legs of iron, feet, iron mingled with clay. When you look at the top and you go down that uh, statue from top to bottom, you have the transcendency of time, the, the time unfolding. And he said, you, Nebuchadnezzar, are the head of gold. Of course, he liked that. Next chapter, he's built a whole, <laughs> uh, whole statue of gold because he didn't want to let go. I'm forever. Of course, he wasn't. He, he defied God right. and he failed and he, he paid for that dearly. Right. He paid for that. So Babylon fell to Persia would be the second uh, the kingdom. Now there's already been Babylon has failed. Assyria has failed. And now there's the, the, the ones he sees here, Babylon, Persia, which would fall to Greece, Alexander the Great, and then Rome. And then that, that in the time of the end, the old Roman empire, right. it dies and it rises again in the time of the end. It's Westy. It's the Western power of the Antichrist includes America. And, uh, because I think, I think we're modern day Babylon, dude. 10 years ago, I'd argue that point with you, Johnny, but, uh, I'm converted now. I I think it is. And the worst part is New York city. I'd say specifically New York city, Mm -hmm. not, not maybe all of America. Right. Right. That runs America. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. New York city does. And, uh, but I think it is absolutely commercial Babylon. I agree with you. I think, that's it. We do a whole podcast on that. Mm-hmm. And I think Revelation chapter 18 verses 23 and 24 are very specific to America mm-hmm. uh, and the vax, to be quite honest with you, the, the sorcery, the wicked medicine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, yeah, as you look at this and read, uh, as you look into the scriptures, man, it just keeps pointing to America as being Babylon. Yeah. Let's do a podcast on that, John. We need to do that. That's my forte. If I get racing off here, I'm going to use up our next 30 minutes. And Yeah, I don't want you to do that. I don't want to veer away from this, but I we're on the same page here, bro. Yeah, so if you look in Daniel chapter 2, is what you were saying, and verses 40 through 44, uh, that was actually the verses that you were talking about, and that was also the fourth. Man, you know what I did? I forgot to turn my phone off. Hold on a second. Johnny loses a point for that. He told me about that 150 times in the early days of our podcast marriage. And today he doesn't turn it off. You uh, lose a point. Oh, uh, well, and all of our audience give me a giant <laughs> amen. <laughs> oh, I feel so much better now. I'm glad that was you and not me. <laughs> I was actually going to cut this out, but I guess no, I'll leave you gotta it leave in. It in. <laughs> all right. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but the umpires. Four empires, Babylon. Yeah, yeah. So, so we have the four. If you look in 41, uh, 40 through 44 of Daniel chapter 2, that talks about the fourth empire. And then, of course, the fifth one coming 
is is going to fall the same way. Yeah. For audience, I I, I I summarize this for you. Babylon, Persia, Greece, and Rome, Rome phase one, Rome phase two, Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Say that again. Babylon, Persia, Greece, and Rome, Rome phase one, Rome phase two. We're in the time of Rome phase two, 10 toes. Right. Daniel has the dream in chapter seven, which is kind of a reiterization of the rise and fall of those same empires, Babylon, Persia, Greece, and Rome, Rome phase one, Rome phase two, uh, with 10 horns, 10 toes in chapter two, 10 horns in chapter seven. And, you know, when the European Union came together, I think it was like 1965, there were 10 nations like, yeah, see the Bible, 10. And now there's like 26. Oh, is the Bible wrong? No. You just go back to take what is NATO or, or uh, uh, the European Union today, and you take the ancient Roman Empire, and guess what? There were 10. It's the same It's the it's same the map. Same. There were 10, you know, like Decapolis was like three states, not three mm-hmm. nations. Now and get in Serbia and Yugoslavia. They've all broken up and come together. But it, it is the 10, exact 10 uh, regions of the Roman Empire, ancient Rome, are literally the uh, the uh, European Union today. This, today, yeah. Bible is nailed. Crazy to the letter. It always comes God. and shows itself. God's uh, never to be wrong. True. Huh? Yeah, what you're saying God's never wrong. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, so we have the final empire, which is true global government ruled by the Antichrist, mm-hmm. and um, we see that in Revelation 13:4 because it's called the Beast or the Lawless One. So they worship the Dragon who gave authority to the Beast, and they worship the Beast, saying, "Who is like the Beast? Who is able to make war with him?" So we know that he's going to be powerful. And of course, with the one world government, we, you know, he's, he's at the top of the heap at this point. Mm-hmm. We also see in second Thessalonians two, eight, and then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy the brightness of his coming. In Daniel, he's called the ancient of days. Mm-hmm. The Lord Jesus comes. It's time for his kingdom to be set up and he defeats the armies of the West and of the East uh, North and South have already been defeated in earlier battles. Go back to that verse in revelation. You just read about, they say, who's able to make war with mm-hmm. him. Antichrist sets up his kingdom in Jerusalem. Of in course. Jerusalem, of course. Well, because that the antichrist, you know, Christ yeah. is going to set his up in Jerusalem. So the antichrist has to do the exact same thing. Exactly. And, and the world is watching and uh, he's defending the Jews. Mm-hmm. Daniel, all Daniel 9, 27 confirms a covenant with the Jewish people for seven years. And Islam says, if he's going to defend Israel, we're coming after him. The great mm-hmm. jihad, they're destroyed. And the world is watching. Russia comes down, Iran, Ethiopia, Libya, Turkey just joined with Russia. Fulfill, that was just fulfilled two weeks ago, mm-hmm. right before our eyes, according to Ezekiel 38. They come down and they're destroyed. The world's watching and they say... Who's able to make war with him? He takes credit for what God does. Yeah. Satan's always done that. <laughs> and so, folks, it's it's getting close. We're That's what I'm saying. We are right there. One of the things I want to talk about is the authority that the Antichrist will have, which he'll mm-hmm. have authority over every tribe, tongue, la- uh, people, and nation. And penny. To the penny. To the penny. But it won't be actual money. Right. Be digital right. money. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, if we just said digital money 50 years ago, people say, are you guys crazy? Well, so that's the thing, right? His, the future global leader will control the financial transactions. Revelation 13, 17, 
and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And what we see today is we have a generation, uh, especially the younger generation, they're all for it. And the lazy older generation is all for it because it's convenient. It's the convenience. Yeah. Yep. Not realizing it was all laid out in advance and they're feeding the coming of the antichrist. It's because they're in darkness. Yeah. And they don't know the plan that God said he will allow Satan to do in the time of the end. That's digital money, man. Right. Well, so here's the thing. The world is in darkness and the Christian is in convenience. And so they don't even care. Like they ignore it, hoping that the end won't come, but they're feeding, they're feeding into it. It's hard to, Uh, it's it's hard to use cash, Johnny. I use it. I, I do a little bit, but yeah, we feed into we it. We went either way. Yeah, yeah. It's like you spend cash, you spend, you put it digitally. You, you get what you want now, and we win in the end. <laughs> it's amazing what they give you for a little plastic, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but the wonder of this, when I read this in 1972, and I got saved, and you were probably what about four. 67. Okay. Yeah. So about five, six, five, six five. years old. When yeah. I read that in Revelation, I'm thinking, <laughs> come on, man, <laughs> this is crazy. Right. It's not crazy now. It's in our face. It's, it, it is today's reality. Right. Technologically. So he'll control financial transaction and then he'll control religious observance. Yep. And we see that in Revelation 13, 8. And all who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been. Now, this is the key. Whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. All those whose names have not been written in the book of life will worship him. Yeah, lost people will stay lost by worshiping him. Absolutely. But they're convinced that. Maybe he claims to be God. Yeah. And they're like, well, and he's going to do things that no man has ever done. Demonic, satanic powers to do miracles. And so in, in, in reality, he's going to draw them in. They're going to think he's the answer man. Yeah. And they're going to, they're going to love him. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're going to love him. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to settle our problems. He's going to make sure we have food and he's going to take care of us. There'll be no more war. Right. Well, That's for they, for three and a half years. He rides years. in. He rides yeah. in on the white horse of peace. He settles the Middle Eastern conflict temporarily, mm-hmm. and then he comes riding in on the red horse of war, mm-hmm. followed by the and it's going to be bad horse of a famine and the on the horse of death. Yeah, yeah, all hell's going to break loose. Literally. Well, and then there's one more part that you mentioned, and I have to agree because it's what brings us together, if you will, medical. Yeah. So financial, religious, and medical. Is, is, is this where I get my point, Johnny? This is where you get your point. <laughs> Even though you took one away from me, I'm still going to give you. That means it's two to none. You're up. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it, Johnny. You'll be all right. We'll get you into a 12-step program. You'll be all right. Oh, my goodness. Jesus, will, he'll raise you up above this, Johnny. Oh, that is so funny. All right. <laughs> the that who, is important. World Health Organization, and you realize that I think it is in May. 
coming May, 184 nations are lined up to vote yes. Yes, on, on behind the, closed doors. Yeah, and uh, most people in the country, maybe 2% of Americans know this. Maybe. But it's coming in May. 184 nations are lined up, world, uh, you know, the, the UN, to vote to give uh, sovereignty to all these nations, lay down their medical sovereignty, put it in the hands of whoever is the spokesman right. for the World Health right. Organization. Which means they will control... Everything. So before when the vaccine came out, we had an option to hey, take it or not. You're in or you're out. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to happen. The nation, uh, Satan's setting it up. You're in or you're out. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you don't have a choice. And the out is out, out. Satan, he, he blinds people to think, well, yeah, if it's pandemic or global, then we have to have a centralization of control because that would be the safest. That would be the best. That will help people. Mm -hmm. Well, if they were good people guiding it there might be a, a conversation we could have but the bible says there's, there's none no good there's none good and and every time we see world leaders or we see mainstream leaders dude power corruption it's, it's all about power it's power, all about power control, i mean look money. even even with trump who who i voted for and and tried to get him in office i, I don't have a problem with that i know i did but even even with him uh you see in his actions, it was still about power. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, sit at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. I listen to what he told me in his word. I'm told what to expect to see. I see it. I see some good in some people and I see some evil in people. And I don't worry about it. I just trust Jesus with all my heart. But globalization has been tried and failed tried and failed, tried and failed. Right. Daniel 2, Daniel 7 tells us in the time of the end, right. it's not going to fail. Right. It's going to actually come to that power, but you have to have the technology in place to right. make that happen. And right. during Assyria, Babylon, Persia, Greece, Rome, Rome, Rome it, it wasn't in place. It wasn't in place. Right. Yeah, because now, Satan can't be everywhere at once. Only God can. So what does Satan need to appear to be everywhere at once? And he needs electronics. He needs an, he needs an internet. Absolutely. He needs, uh, he needs 5G. Well, and that's why, that's why the speeds of the internet are crazy. Yeah. Instant. Now, in America, it's not because they keep throttling it back and they're using it for their evil purposes. But the, the fact is that he will be able to do what he has to do instantly. Yeah. I did a podcast a few months ago called Antichrist Technocracy. Mm -hmm. And that's almost here. Yeah. There, there's nothing that has to happen, dude. I mean, he, he, has, he has the ability, Satan does, through what we have now, the, the technology that we have now, to do everything he needs to do. Yeah. And this big right. vote is coming next May, the World Health Organization. Now, I think if they voted in and then later uh, a president rises and, and recognizes the evil, they can pull out of it and say, no, we're not going to. But then the rest of the world can shut you down. Mm -hmm. America's getting sanctions, right. sanctions, sanctions, and everybody won't but I, I, don't, I don't think anybody's going to back out now because we're too deep. Well, even if we did, the rest of the world could put sanctions on us. Right. So when Satan gets in control, that means he's in yeah, control. he's in control. And and we have a gutless wonder called a resident, I mean president in office right now. He's gutless, uh, man. <laughs> yes, I chocolate is my favorite flavor.
What, what's your? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm in so, the flesh there a little bit. I got to get back in the spirit. Right. Let's go back. So to get back to the Antichrist and the uh, uh, religious observance, do you realize that if you don't worship the Antichrist or you refuse to worship the Antichrist, that's death. Revelation 13, 15 says this. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. killed yeah. Then we see in Revelation 14, 9 through 11, then a third angel followed them saying with a loud voice, if anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength, full strength of the wrath of God. Dude, that should scare the bejeebies out of people. Yes, yes sir. Amen. Which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb and the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. And they shall have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. And so what we will see is Satan's going to kill those who don't take or who don't worship him. And God's going to kill those who do worship. (laughs) So the best thing is you better not have anything to do with him. I want to throw them some good news now because our listeners need to hear it. They, yeah, that's a heavy one, right? This, this stuff happens after the rapture of the church. Yes. Yeah. Christ comes at the beginning of the tribulation. That begins the 70th week of Daniel, right. the time of Jacob, Israel's trouble. Jesus said, in my father's house were many mansions, for not so I would have told you to go to prepare a place for you. If I go, I'll come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. So we're raptured out Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. You see, I have a lot of friends, I have a lot of family that I don't think are ready for the rapture. Right. They haven't called upon the name of the Lord. They've not repented. They've not turned to him. They're maybe trying to connect the dots, but you need to. we need to make commitment to Jesus. And then none of this is... Uh, we're cool. Right. We have nothing to be fearful right. of. And that's actually where we're going. I jumped ahead. You jumped ahead. <laughs> but not enough to lose a point. Surely. I'm taking it away. Oh, John. <laughs> John. I get excited about the scriptures and you take points from me, dude. Oh, dude. Man, why do I love him right, so much? All right. I'll give it back. I'll okay. give it back. Okay. There you go. Love you had to man. throw that excitement. I did. I did. <laughs> I miss hanging out with you, dude. But, uh, but I'm not so smart. I'm so, still you know, mad at you, man. Not, I have because you, know, you moved. I have no. I can't give you any credibility because I don't have any. I have, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. But we love Jesus. So, so here's what I want to do. Part one, we just unfolded uh, all the fact that um, because we're going to do part two on this to finish up, okay? Because we're about out of time. We're not going to be able to get it all in in part two, in part one. Hey, I, this is what I do. All, I run across the country teaching this. Journey. Right. So you got me in my so element. We're gonna, so we're gonna I'm just trying to shut up long enough to let you speak. It is your uh, podcast. It is, right? I'm forgetting about it occasionally. You're, you're okay. So, so guys, just for uh, some uh, bringing it to a conclusion on part one, if the Bible shows that anytime man attempts globalization, that it is ruled by wicked, ungodly people and the truth is we should oppose globalization oppose sin absolutely we're light we're watchmen on the wall we see what's going on and we warn people yeah and that is what part two is going to be about is the our job to oppose it and how that looks 
in the process uh, and what Christ has to say when he comes in with globalization. I say oppose and expose. There you go. Hey, guys, thank you for joining us on According to John, and I hope that this has been beneficial to you and that you have learned and that you will tune into part two as we finish globalization. <laughs>